Hey, this is Dave from Superior Speak, and you're listening to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizards. You're thinking, you're people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 361 of the So Wizard podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts are the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Hi. Hiya. Uh. <laughs> and the expert, Mr. Marquis, Markellis Reagan. Hello, hello. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. You. Are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly on the Geek World All Stars Podcast Network. This week, we've got some news to discuss, and then we're going to jump aboard the Black Widow hype train and get excited for next week's release of the movie as we count down our top MCU moments so far. But before we get into that, how the hell is everyone doing? Aubrey, we missed you last week. What's going on? Um, nothing really. Are you feeling better? <laughs> That's the big question. Yes, I had a super bad migraine last week. Um, I get the worst migraines ever. They they were supposed to be sending me shots that are like so serious that you have to get like a pregnancy test and everything, and and you can't get pregnant while you are getting them. And they the side effects are kind of shitty, but they worked, um, but then they hadn't sent me my last shot, and then I didn't follow up with them about it because um, I was equally as lazy, and so my migraines came back, and they are fucking horrible. Shots, 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 shots. <laughs> Is that what you say when you go to the doctor for them? Yeah, they fucking hurt, too. They're, um, almost, they almost look like EpiPens. Oof, yeah, those and are fun. It just stabs you right and you have to put it in the back of the arm so it's super tender or in your stomach. Um, and I wasn't about to do it in my stomach. So I had Josh doing it in the back of my arm and it fucking hurt. I, I have a pretty good pain tolerance, but he would give me the shot and I would actually scream because it hurt so bad. Well, that's all great and everything, but the real important thing is, one, did you watch F9, The Fast Saga, in preparation for last week's show that you weren't on? Unfortunately, I did. <laughs> I was pretty um, bummed I was gonna that say, I what watched did... it and then was too sick to be on the show. <laughs> what did you think of it, just quickly? It fucking awful. <laughs> Makes no sense. You cannot drive a Dodge in the jungle. <laughs> doesn't fucking work like that. I had a Dodge Avenger and it has very similar body to the Charger and the Challenger and it, you cannot drive that car in the jungle it's too low to the ground it's too shitty of a car that's amazing so uh, on a f- 0 to 5 what would you give it? The 0? it's fucking <laughs> awful <laughs> <laughs> That is awful now that you didn't even get to come on the podcast and talk about it, but you were still forced to watch a zero out of five movie. So. I know. I feel completely gypped. <laughs> Maybe that's why you had such a bad headache. It was from uh, F9, all the revving engines and magnets. You know what's crazy is that I actually was watching that movie when I started to get a migraine. <laughs> So it definitely did not help. It wasn't you trying to read the Chinese subtitles on Firestick? <laughs> no, it wasn't. I found one where I don't even know. I don't think it had Chinese subtitles, but it was definitely out of focus. It was definitely <laughs> like cam footage. At least you didn't go to the movies for it. Well, we are glad to have you back this week, Aubrey. So let's move along to Markellis Reagan's The Man, The Myth, The Legend, The Expert. How the hell are you, Mark? I'm good. I'm good. I think it's funny that Aubrey was immediately taken out of the movie within the first like 10 minutes. <laughs> like that car can't drive in a jungle. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I was pissed. 
There's no winning her back after that. That's funny. Um, it just went downhill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I uh, have been getting caught up on Superman and Lois, uh, the TV show that's on the CW. Um, it's actually gotten pretty good. It's very Smallville-ish. Uh, but they're doing some, uh, as much as I hate, and I, I'm so sick and tired of the evil Superman trope. Uh, I'm, I've had it up to here with it. Um, and they are kind of doing that on the show, uh, but they're also giving us, you know, classic Superman of him, like going into a phone booth and changing into his, his uniform or his outfit. So, you know, it's, it's a mixed bag, but the last few episodes are, are, are getting pretty good. And the last episode was really, really good. So, uh, yeah, that's what I've been doing, checking out Superman and Lois on the C dub. Awesome. 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 Good to hear. And how are you doing, Joy? Oh, I'm good. I am good. I went away this past weekend as we record was 4th of July. So I went away with my wife for a few days to celebrate our wedding anniversary, which was about a month or so ago. But we had this is when we could go. So I had a four day weekend from work. So I said, fuck it, let's go, man. And here we are just uh, we went out to eastern Massachusetts and um stayed in a hotel that we had stayed in before when we went to see queen uh for our wedding anniversary two years ago we stayed in this hotel rather than drive all the way back from boston from for the concert and we liked it and there were some cool restaurants and shops around there so we're like you know why don't we just make it a weekend of staying in that hotel that we liked and eating at these cool restaurants and shopping and just spending time together and you know a lot of it was amazing we got to go out to eat a bunch of cool places. Um, we got some barbecue on Friday night. We, we got, uh, Italian food on Saturday. We, we went to the Natick mall. We went to the rent them outlets. We went to cool places. Uh, the, really the big problem was our hotel <laughs> and it was, uh, it was awful. I, I gotta tell you the hotel was awful. So, uh, best Western of Franklin, Massachusetts sucked my balls. Wow. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, the hotel is just dirty. It was dirty. There's like dirt and, and filth everywhere. Uh, the rooms weren't very clean. Uh, the whole place smelled like an alternate alternating between like marijuana and cigarette smoke, like everywhere. The uh, place is a, now a pet friendly hotel. And you know what? I love pets as much as the next guy. But I don't want somebody with like three dogs in a fucking room next to me with like paper thin hotel room walls. And I'm trying to fucking relax. So Fuck that. So we get in our first room. We get to the room. You know, we're getting unpacked. We're hanging out. And the person next to us is like, like we can hear like this lady like sobbing and crying like super loud and like a dog barking. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, it sounded like somebody having a fucking uh, like mental breakdown in the next room. It's like, what the hell is happening here? So we're like, well, whatever. They're not going to fucking cry all night and. The dog will be quiet eventually. So we went out to eat. We came back. The person's still like sobbing and oh, wow. crying and yelling and screaming. And the, the dog would bark anytime we did anything. So like if we shut the bathroom door in our room, the dog would start barking. If we like jumped on the bed or something, the dog would start barking. So we're like, what the fuck? Like, we can't stay here. So we went down to the the um, desk and we like ex- explained to him like, you know, this is fucked up. We can't stay in this fucking room. I mean, the lady sobbing is bad enough, but like the dog barking every time we move is not conducive to us having a good stay. So they moved us to a different room. So we got into that room. We started getting settled. The people in the room next door to us are yelling, screaming, (laughs) throwing things at each other and just having this like crazy white trash argument. Um, One of them sounded like he had a tracheotomy. So he's like, hey, man, like, yeah, yeah. And it was just like unending. It went on for 35 minutes. We're like, all right, well, they'll stop arguing eventually, whatever. Nope. Nonstop. And we could hear them throwing plates at each other. And they had a dog that was barking. I'm just like, what the fuck is this? I was so mad. Jen was pissed off. I was so fucking mad. I went down to the desk again now for the second time. And I said to the girl there, I go, look, I'm really fucking unhappy right now. (laughs) And she's like, what can I do for you, sir? And I'm like, look, you guys are ruining my fucking wedding anniversary. <laughs> oh, I explained to her, I don't want a room near an old woman sobbing with a dog barking. I don't want a room next to some guy that sounds like he has a tracheotomy and his white trash girlfriend screaming and yelling at each other and throwing plates at each other. I want a room with normal people near it or no one near it so we can relax, enjoy our vacation. 
or I'm out. We're checking out. You you pick what you want to do. And then she uh, ran down the hallway. She's like, please hold. And she like ran down the hallway. <laughs> and she came back. She's like, I have a, I have a room for you. I have a room. So we, we ended up on the first floor, like around the corner from the desk. And it was uh, like sweet. So it had a kitchen and like couch and everything. And she's like, there's no one staying within like 30 feet of this room. <laughs> so I'm like, fine. And after that, it was fine. It was just like, why did it have to, why did I have to get to that point? You know, like it was just, it, it put a really sour taste in her mouth um, from the hotel. Plus like the pool was closed. The, the hot tub was closed. The gym was closed. Like quote unquote, cause of COVID, like no uh, breakfast cause of COVID. Like, I don't know, according to the governor and everywhere else I go throughout my days, like there is no more COVID. So the fact that they just didn't want to turn their pool on, it's just, it's fucking sucked. So yeah, that hotel sucked balls. I've never been more angry in my life, but we ended up having a pretty good time. So Jen got her first experience at Ollie's, which is great. Have you guys ever shopped at Ollie's? Aubrey, do they have Ollie's down there? I don't know. Let's it's see. like this big, like close out place. outlet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, oh, I they, guess there is one down here. Dude, that shit rules. They buy like huge closeouts and stuff. So they have like regular crap like a uh, like Ocean State has like there all the time, you know, like food and like weird off-brand chips and things like that. But then they get like closeouts and stuff that they get like once and then that's it. And then they also have like a seemingly unending supply of discount graphic novels. <laughs> hmm. So like they have tons of like uh, a lot of like DC Rebirth, uh, New Fifty Two DC. They sometimes get um, omnibuses from Marvel, hardcovers from Marvel, and they're all super cheap. Like the paper ones are like two and three dollars, and the hardcover ones are like five to ten dollars. So I got the uh, Star Wars Han Solo Marvel limited series trade, and it was two ninety nine. Nice. There's not a lot of them around here where we live. So Jen had never experienced one before, but she got a book. She actually wanted uh, for like $3. So I was like, whoa, this rules. Hmm. It was cool. It was cool. And then we, um, I had broke Jen's glass. So she always drank water out of the same glass. And it was like a special glass to her or something. Not like it was like an heirloom or something, but it was the one she always used as her favorite glass. And I broke it and I didn't do it on purpose or anything. I barely like knocked it over, but just like, hit the counter and just like shattered as fuck. Like Jen didn't have her water glass. She's pissed. Um, so we went on a hunt on Sunday on the <laughs> way home. We took the long way back, the back roads and we hit like three Walmarts, uh, Marshall's Michael's, uh, all these places that might sell glasses. And then as we went through like kind of the boonies part of the middle of the state, there's a ton of flea markets and tag sales and shit. So we were like looking for a glass for Jen. <laughs> And we went to this really weird ta- uh, flea market that was inside. So it was like in a weird, like it looks like a, a sawmill or something that was converted into a flea market. And it was like three floors. And we found <laughs> it's a glass mug with Ronald McDonald playing football on the outside. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know why we both saw it. We were fucking rolling as soon as we saw it. Like, why does this exist? And there's no like branding on it. It's not like for a specific football team or like a movie or something. It's just a random fucking <laughs> glass mug of Ronald McDonald playing football. And Jen's just like, that's it. That's the one. Wow. <laughs> she bought it, brought it home. And now I just can't stop giggling every time I look at it while she's drinking water. So that was my exciting weekend. So and to recap, fuck Best Western of Franklin, Massachusetts. Thank you. It's actually from the 70s, that glass. Really? It's interesting. What it's is it promoting? Series. <laughs> collector series. Is there like the Fry Guys playing hockey or something? Um, it looks like they did like a whole thing where he was playing different sports. So they did like basketball and stuff. Did you guys only get one glass? Did you get like uh, another one just in case you wind up breaking this one, Joey? No, because this one's irreplaceable. It's the only one they had, so I have to be super careful with this one. Yeah, don't go near this. Don't don't at all go near the new one. Yeah, I don't know if my my marriage can survive it. So, Ronald McDonald playing football and Hamburglar playing hockey. <laughs> okay, I gotta I gotta find that hockey one and get that for Jen there for you Christmas. You get the matching set now. <laughs> all right. Well, enough about us, Marcellus. Let's talk about us. And Marcellus, why don't you tell the listeners where they can find more So Wizard Podcast? 
All right. So everybody can go over to SoWizardPodcast.com where you will find a brand new episode every week. Uh, You'll also find some movie reviews from yours truly. Uh, You'll find some recommendations on new movies, books, and TV shows from the awesome Adam Mollyhawk. You'll also find our merchandise there. We have a tea public store where you can shop to get some t-shirts, sweatshirts, journals, coffee mugs, baby onesies, all types of things with the So Wizard Podcast logo and designs all over it. Uh, You can also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, we have Twitter, we have Instagram, so definitely get at us. Uh, You can subscribe to us on iTunes and give us a five-star review while you're there. Uh, You can also find our show wherever podcasts are found, including Stitcher Radio app, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, my personal favorite, Spotify. We have a YouTube page with videos going up constantly from Adam Mollyhawk, including movie reviews, trailers, uh, trailer reactions, and interviews. Uh, We have a Patreon page where you can support the show for as little as a dollar a month, and you will be receiving bonus content and exclusive content from everyone here at the show. Shout out to all of our podcasting family in the Geek World All-Stars Podcasting Network. Back to you, Joey. losers all right well Marcellus, you tell me we have some news to discuss this week and, and i'm skeptical but let's drop the drop and let's talk the news yo pump it up it's time for the news yo we getting ready to bring you the news boy all right so this week in nerdy news we got a trailer for uh, something that was announced a little while ago uh, that's going to be premiering on Disney Plus. It's a uh, it was a kind of a behind the scenes teaser of a new series of uh, animated shorts based in Star Wars, but these were all going to be animes from uh, different seven different Japanese studios. They're what? Why don't you understand that anime belongs in the trash? Out of the trash barrel. Comes these new shorts. Uh, nine episodes. Fucking Dianoga swimming around in there with them. <laughs> uh, so there's nine episodes. Uh, like I said, seven different Japanese animation studios are all putting their kind of spin on stories in the Star Wars universe um, based on, you know, whatever they wanted to come up with. So we got our look at some of the behind the scenes stuff and some images, a little bit of footage. Uh, I think what they showed looks amazing. Putting uh, uh, anime is beautiful. Anime is always amazing to look at anyway. But then if you're going to throw in some Jedi's and some droids and all of that type of stuff, I'm there for it. So, uh, yeah, what do you guys think of this behind the scenes footage of Star Wars Visions that's coming out? Let's start with Aubrey. I think it depends on if it's going to be a gory anime or not. Um, If it's just like a feel good cartoony anime, I don't think I'm going to like it as much. But if it's like samurai champloo and stuff stuff like that i think that's going to be really cool well it looks like there's going to be a mixture of different ones so there are probably some that will be in there that will be like samurai champloo but there are probably looks like there's going to be some in there that's going to look like um i don't know like pokemon (laughs) i guess yeah i don't know if i like those as much okay all right so joy what about you what did you think of this footage I think it looks pretty cool. Um, I, I need to see more of it, and I'm going to watch it regardless. So that's let's just get that off the table. It says Star Wars on it. I'm going to watch it. But I'm interested to see what they do, and I'm interested to see all the different styles and types of things that they come up with. And did they say, like, is there a uniform time for how long these are going to be? Or is some are some of them five minutes and some of them 15 or uh, no, they didn't release what the the time limit was going to be for each one of them, but that's something that Disney Plus kind of does. Like they never said how long the Loki episodes were going to be or the the WandaVision episode. So if it's anime, I'm going to guess it's probably going to be about probably about three to four minutes each. Okay. Uh, well, you know, depending on what they do, they could be really cool. It could be kind of dumb, but if they're only four or five minutes each and they have zero impact on any canon whatsoever, even if it's stupid, who cares? So I guess that's that's a good thing. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited to check it out and see what people can bring to the table. But it's a Star Wars on it. I'm going to watch it anyway. So, yeah, it, it would be nice to see what some other artists are going to 
bring to the uh, the Star Wars playground. I think that's a I think it's a cool idea, and uh, I'm very excited for it. Uh, like I said, it's coming out this year. It's coming out September 22nd on Disney Plus. So uh, It'd be cool if somebody really wanted to make an anime like Mara Jade or something. You know? <laughs> Maybe someone will just do the uh, Colin Trevorrow script <laughs> for episode nine. Just redo that as anime. I'll be there for that. All right. So uh, speaking of anime, uh, we are actually getting another set of movies that's coming out this year. Uh, and this one I wanted to get Joey's opinion on. We are getting Evangelion. Uh, the movies, they, they signed a exclusive deal with Amazon to release the four movies uh, under the title Rebuild of Evangelion. The first three are out or have been out there. They've actually came out like a little while ago. But starting this year, they will be exclusively available on Amazon Prime, all four of the movies. So if you like some nice, soul-crushing, depressing existential anime, this might be right up your alley. Uh, Joey, how do you feel about the the rebuild coming to uh, the, the rebuild four movies coming to Amazon Plus? I am so excited. <laughs> I was literally going to start crying when I saw the article come across the newsfeed. I was like, oh, thank God. Because I've been trying to watch uh, part one, one dot one, one on anything. And it's next to impossible to find the Blu-ray and the DVD are long out of print. So uh, if unless you wanted to spend one hundred dollars on those, you couldn't get them. Um, It's not streaming anywhere legally, Um, illegally streaming. It was just um, turning up stuff with some of the worst subtitles I've ever seen in my life. Uh, I don't watch stuff with uh, dubs on it unless I can absolutely cannot avoid it. So even live action movies, I don't watch dubbed. I always prefer subbed. Um, and the subtitles were horrendous. It was just like all your base are belong to us. <laughs> it's, like, it's just terrible. So I was just like, I can't, I can't watch this. I, I made it 10 minutes and I was like, I can't do this as much as I love it. I can't do this. So I, uh, I just gave up and then I'm like, well, I'm going to watch the newer one because I can't watch the other three first. Um, and now all of them are coming to Amazon prime with, uh, I believe they'll, they should have, uh, accurate subtitles and translations. So it should be pretty amazing. I'm really excited about this. Um, I already got spoiled on everything for the last one, which is fine. I don't care. I mean, it's it's, it's a retelling right. of the original one with with changes and extra characters and stuff. It, it it's interesting. I will say it's very interesting. I would highly suggest you watch the original series first uh, on Netflix, plus End of Evangelion after you finish that. So then you can appreciate the changes in this one more and the diabolical way that the creator fucks with the audience and the things that they desperately wanted and still will not get. But that's what Eva does. It promises you things and just will not give them to you. So I think that's a good metaphor for the rest of the series. Wow. I would disagree. I would say if you've never watched anything, don't watch any of the shows. Just go into this one cold because it's a it's a retelling. Right. Why? Why suffer twice? (laughs) (laughs) it's not suffering it's amazing (laughs) it's a it's a show that is about giant robots and also horrible crushing loneliness and depression (laughs) that's true and people who have penguins as roommates (laughs) (laughs) there was a point after a while i'm like where are the giant robots (laughs) it turns turns the end of the series that's not what this is about at all (laughs) No, they add a third uh, character. So they add a third um, Ava pilot. Well, a fourth, I guess you would call it, because yeah. there's Shenji and the other two. So a fourth Ava pilot. And there's a lot of changes to the storyline. So I'm really excited to check them out. Uh, but yeah, uh, Evan Gillen is my fa- one of my favorite television shows of all time. It's my favorite anime of all time. God, I, I just I want everyone to watch. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, report back to me what you thought afterwards. And don't read any spoilers if you haven't seen anything. Yep, and that's that's why and that's why I'm bringing it up because it's such a big deal to you, <laughs> to Joey, yep, just to me. That this storyline, <laughs> this, this news article is just for me. Um, Aubrey, how about you? How do you feel about the the Evangelion story? And are you excited for a rebuild uh, that's coming out? Um, I never got into Evangelion. Nothing against it. I just haven't really gotten around to watching it, so I don't really have too much of an opinion. About a reboot of it, I guess. I don't really like reboots of anything. Like, they've been doing a lot of reboots on Netflix, it seems, and I haven't really enjoyed any of them. So, 
I guess I'm hesitant on watching a reboot of anything because I'm probably more likely to like the original. Well, well the good news is it's the original creator is doing all of it. So yeah, maybe that'll make it nicer. I think this might be, like I said, a, a good fit for you, Aubrey, because it's not, um, you know, because you're not like already tied to it. So this could be a, co- a cool experience for you. It's um, four movies instead of 26 episodes, I think. So. But if it's four two and a half hour movies, which is what, nine hours? Wait, I don't each, know. <laughs> each one is two and a half hours? Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, damn so. It. And then, or 23, 20 minute episodes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah for, <laughs> Take your pick. Forget what I just said. Watch the TV show. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, they're all going to be released on Amazon Prime August 13th. So pretty soon. I would love for us to do them on Patreon yeah. or the show, but it's a, such a huge time sink that there's just no, I don't know if there's any way that we could do it, you know? Because we haven't, you guys haven't kept up to the point where I can just say, let's all watch the new one and review it. But, you know, I'm also not going to be like, hey, guys, uh, these all drop on Thursday. There's four two and a half hour movies. We're recording Sunday night. Talk to me later. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. There's four movies. We can do one a month. We could do we could do a a, a four of the the whole uh, quadrilogy of Evangelion for (laughs) Patreon. We'll see. We'll see. You know, maybe people need to, you know, join their Patreon and let us know what they think. Yes. Yeah. Good idea. I would be, I would be very excited to hear all three of our reactions to the very end of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, all right. So then uh, that's pretty much it for like the big news. And then just like a little bit of sad news. Uh, we lost a, a film director who was a kind of a big deal to me when I was a little kid. Um, he's a big deal to a lot of people, but um, to me, when I was a kid and I was just getting into movies, you know, Star Wars was the movie that kind of opened up my eyes to uh, filmmakers. And I started to really study, like, you know, who's behind the camera when it comes to movie making. And uh, we lost a big director from from uh, the 70s, uh, Richard Donner, who directed, uh, you may obviously know him from the Lethal Weapon movies. Uh, Goonies, another classic, uh, but he's always going to be, uh, in my heart, the guy that directed the very first Superman, uh, Superman, the movie. So before there was a, you know, release the Snyder cut, there was a release the Donner cut. Uh, he was the guy, you know, before Kevin Feige, he was the guy that said, let's take superhero movies seriously. And, uh, Superman, the movie is one of, it's definitely my favorite Superman movie of all time. And, yeah, I, I would say probably my favorite comic book movie of all time, considering all the comic book movies that have come out. So I just wanted to give a quick rest in peace shout out to Richard Donner. Um, Do you guys have anything that you wanted to say about the, the remembrance of Richard Donner, uh, Joey or Aubrey? Um, not somebody I would have had even in my um, wheelhouse or um, like stratosphere orbit whatever you want to call it um if somebody said list like your favorite directors but now i'm like flipping through his filmography yeah and it's like damien omen uh superman superman 2 technically and superman 2 is an amazing movie uh the toy do you remember that Mark? <laughs> yeah richard Pryor. yeah i remember seeing <laughs> seeing that and i loved that movie when i was a kid i don't know if it's like even good because I haven't seen it in like 40 years, but I remember liking it when I was a kid. Uh, Goonies, Lethal Weapon, one, two, three, and four. Yeah. And one of my favorite Christmas movies of all time, Scrooged. Yep. So, I mean, with all those awesome movies, the guy does get a pass forever, whatever he wanted to make. And I mean, that's crazy. He did a lot of cool movies I wasn't even quite aware that he had done. So, rest in peace to him. All right. So, uh, yeah, so that's pretty much it for the news. All right. We're going to be back after a quick break, and we're going to talk about our top MCU moments. This is the Crazy Fitness Guy Healthy Living Podcast, a monthly podcast and weekly live stream that has been listened to all over the world in nine-plus countries, available on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, and so much more that we can't list them all. Tune in every week on YouTube, Facebook, Periscope, and daily motion for our weekly live stream. We promote healthy living through autistic eyes. Our podcast is hosted by Jimmy Clare. Jimmy is a motivational speaker, autism advocate, author, and founder of crazyfitnessguy.com. Jimmy has been featured on 80 plus podcasts, live TV in Australia, 
and he had been featured in Times Square, New York City. The Crazy Fitness Guy Healthy Living Podcast. All right, guys, we are back. Black Widow coming out as you listen to this probably this week in a few days. So to get you guys hyped up, Black Widow hype train is pulling into the station. We're going to talk about our top MCU moments so far. Um, Basically, any scene or thing that happened in an MCU movie that you were excited for or just, you know, got your engine revving. We've got our top three each. This is not a definitive list. This is each person's personal list. So there may be things left off that you're like, whoa, no, this is each person's personal list. This is not a definitive list. So head that off at the past before we even get started. So I really flirted with the idea of disqualifying certain things because I knew they would be on everyone's list, but I did not. So just up front, I did not disqualify anything. So we'll get started. Number three, Aubrey. Um, I would say the fight between Winter Soldier, Iron Man, and Captain America. Like the three-way fight in Winter Soldier, um, where Captain America is defending Winter Soldier, and they're both going up against... Or Civil War, I'm sorry, not Winter Soldier. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the three-way fight at the end of the movie, um, where Captain America is defending Bucky. I think that that's a fantastic scene. What is it about it that you love so much? Is it the action or is it the emotional weight of the scene? It's kind of both. I mean, Captain America's in a tough position. He has to defend his best friend from Iron Man and and hope that maybe he'll just give up on trying to or try to fight him. And the the way that the scene is shot too, like it's just it, it's kind of fast paced, but you're able to really follow along with what's going on. And I think it was just really, really well done. The whole movie kind of amps up to this moment of Iron Man versus Captain America versus Winter Soldier. Awesome. 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 And not the first time we'll hear from Civil War on this list. Mark Ellis, what do you got at your number three? Uh, yeah, you were damn right about it not being the first time we're going to hear from Civil War. Um, <laughs> my number three actually comes from it comes from Civil War, but it actually comes from the trailer for Civil War. You know, Marvel had been chugging along. They were doing good. They were making their moves and, you know, people were loving it. And then there was that Sony leak that happened where word got out that, you know, there was a possibility that Marvel was going to be teaming up with Sony to borrow spider-man uh or to get get the rights of spider-man and the thought of spider-man being in the mcu movies just it everyone wanted it but no one knew if it would really happen and then when they dropped the trailer for civil war and spider-man comes at the end of the trailer in full spider-man costume perfect voice funny scene that was it's it's the one of those moments where i'm just like i can't believe this is happening i can't believe i live in a world where spider-man just webbed the shield from Captain America and this is going to be happening in a movie. So uh yeah, my number 3 is the entrance of Spider-Man in the Civil War trailer. Awesome. Awesome. That's a great trailer and I agree with you Mark and I'm sure Aubrey kind of understands as well cuz she's she's younger than us but she's not like super young. Um no offense but you're not like Colin's <laughs> age. I mean you're not like Colin's age. I don't mean like you're a or something. Um, but this, just the idea of these movies being high quality and existing and all the characters like interacting with each other is insane. It's insane. Like for people like my son and my daughter, and if you are younger, um, to just accept as a fact of reality that like 25 movie interconnected superhero universes with TV shows just fucking exists. <laughs> it's crazy to me. Go watch uh, Captain America 1970s movie where he rides around on a motorcycle and his shield is his motorcycle windshield and get back to me. <laughs> I just remember that was all we had. I, I just remember the excitement that people had when Bruce Wayne and Batman forever just says the word metropolis. <laughs> he just says, Oh yeah. You know, uh, there's a circus in Metropolis, and people are like, ooh. Just mentioning that there's other characters was enough. So the fact that Marvel was able to get this far, it's just staggering. Staggering. All right. Well, my number three is from Spider-Man Homecoming. 
and it's when um, Tom Holland takes his shirt off. <laughs> it dynamite abs. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it's from Spider-Man Homecoming. It's when uh, Spider-Man slash Peter is trapped under the rubble by the vulture at the end of the movie. And he starts having a pretty very well acted uh, panic attack that he can't do it. He can't go on. He can't lift the rubble off himself. And he's just got to do it. And he's like, come on, Peter. Come on, Spider-Man. And he does it. And the music swells. And it's a fucking great moment. It's a classic fucking Spider-Man moment. And I don't know, to me, it was just like, this is amazing. This is everything I've wanted in a Spider-Man live action thing on screen. I think Tom Holland is the best Spider-Man we've had live action. I don't care what anybody says. Um, He's the best that embodies Spider-Man and Peter Parker. So I think uh, it's a great moment from a great movie. I agree. And I I know it's that image is based on a, a famous Spider-Man comic book that yep. I I was not aware of. <laughs> so when I saw the comic book image, I'm like, oh, that, that's just like the movie. So that that, that scene is, is amazing. This, this comic from 1965 <laughs> is just like the movie. <laughs> that's exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to number two. Aubrey, what's your number two MCU moment? My number two would be the Bifrost fight in Ragnarok. It's the ending fight with Hela and Loki, Thor, and Valkyrie, and and the Hulk. That scene is just so amazing, and I love it so much. And I think that's what makes me love Ragnarok the most is that scene. It brings it all together. The music is phenomenal. It's just every aspect of that entire scene it it pumps you up and you're like yeah thor this is amazing and i hated every single thor movie until ragnarok and then (laughs) it's like at the top of my list all the time and this scene always comes to mind when i think about ragnarok all around that movie is just fucking amazing and that scene is so well done and the the fighting in that scene is amazing. Hela is crazy, and she takes out Thor's eye and everything. And Loki is on their side, and the Hulk's on their side. Whole thing is just fucking awesome. Valkyrie's in her old uniform. It's just ah, uh, it was almost ah. my number one. Wow. Yeah. No. That that is a great scene. Uh, it's so badass. Um, and, and I mean, for me, not only is the movie awesome, but I loved it as the fact that it felt like the rest of the world got to find out how awesome Taika Waititi is. <laughs> <laughs> like if you were kind of a movie nerd, like you knew that he had some really good movies he had made in New Zealand and uh, what we do in the shadows was awesome. But like this was like another level where you're just like, holy shit. And the rest of the world kind of got to see it. But yeah, that's a fucking badass scene. Mark Ellis, you love that movie, I'm sure. Yeah, I do love that movie. I love when, uh, what's his name? Um, I forgot the character's name. When he has the two rifles and he comes up out of nowhere with the two rifles and just starts blasting away when he decides he wants to join the fight. It, 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 I, it plays Scourge. very, it plays very well with comic book action and, and, um, comedy. Like it, it, it hits that balance perfectly. So yeah, I, I really like that ending scene. Awesome. Awesome. Another amazing pick, Aubrey. But Marcellus, what do you have at number two? All right, so I just want to say that my list is subject to change, like tomorrow. <laughs> These are my. Well, they're still actively putting out movies, and you know <laughs> things can change like on a dime on how you feel on a given day. So. Right, right. So right now, these are my these are the moments that are in my heart, you know, right now. But it, it, it's all subject to change. So uh, my number two is also from Civil War, and this one is not a big bombastic. It's not a big bombastic action scene. It's a really intimate conversation scene, but I love it so much. Um, it's one. It's like one of those clips that I bring up every every once in a while when I want to review it. It's when the group of uh, Avengers are sitting around the table after uh, William Hurt's character gives them the Sokovia Accords uh, and says that this is what we're going to do, and they all have a discussion about should they follow it. You know, Falcon sees it one way. War Machine sees it another way. Vision offers his like C-3PO numbers to like uh, kind of balance it out. But Tony does that, that he shows that the clip of the kid who was like, this kid was going to be, 
he was going to do something. He was going to make something of his life. He was, you know, before he was going to go off to school, he decided to go out and help the world. And he just happened to be in Sokovia where we dropped a building on him. So we should be put in check. And Steve's counter to that is we can't be held by these governments, by anybody that has an agenda because they'll make us do whatever they want. And having two superheroes have such an intelligent debate over something that makes perfect sense, it was enlightening to me because you, I swear to God, you can look at almost any DC movie and almost any Marvel movie to that point and you won't find a more like easily understandable but pretty sophisticated laid uh, plan that's laid out between two characters or between a bunch of characters. I love that scene. I think it's one of the most one of the best well-written scenes in any of the Marvel movies because it shows you what the stakes are from the character's point of view. So when shit goes down later on, you feel it. When you get to that big fight between Captain and Bucky and and uh, Iron Man at the end, like you feel that shit because it's their personalities were kind of uh, exposed in that scene. So that's my number two. I love that scene. Awesome. Yeah, that is a great scene. Aubrey, um, you're a huge Civil War fan, so obviously, you know... This has to be on somewhere on your list. Yeah, I, w- I would say that is a really good scene. I didn't think about it the way that Mark did, but now thinking back to it, it it, it is a really well done scene, and it's very intelligent and complex in that aspect. It's a very Markellis pick. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> oh boy! All right. Well, my number two. Um, I've talked about it on the show before. And it is from Avengers Endgame. Um, not one of the ones you're probably thinking of, but it's one that hits me right in the feels every single goddamn time. Even when I just pull up the clip on YouTube and watch it, it's like Niagara Falls, Frankie Angel. Um, when Captain America gives Falcon his shield. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's such a great moment, especially after following these characters for 22 movies of, you know, I know we got a whole TV series out of it, too, but, you know, about who should have that shield and what it means. And the just the best part of the whole fucking scene to me is when uh, Bucky has a shield and then the Captain America theme is playing. <laughs> he's like, I'll do my best. And he's like, that's why it's yours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my heart. <laughs> I'm dying. I'm ready to like start bawling right now. It's just it's such a great moment for those characters. And I love Captain America so fucking much. Um, he was one of my favorite characters, Cap, Falcon, like all those guys, Bucky, like all those people in that like group. Um, we always loved their comics back in the day when I was a kid. And then Chris Evans portrayal of Captain America is fucking amazing. And I don't care what anyone says. It's on the same level as Christopher Reeve Superman. Like that is Captain America, period. That's it. That's it. There's no I don't can't see anyone else playing that role ever. Not like. I mean, like, not like Falcon can't be Captain America, but like nobody else could play Steve Rogers. So it's just, ah, oh, it's so good. And that's probably one of my favorite fucking moments with any of those characters at the whole movie. So that's my number two. Yeah. Not I, the end game moment you were thinking of. I will definitely agree with you on Chris Evans, Chris Evans portrayal of Captain America. He kills that scene between him and, uh, and Falcon when he gives him the shield. So I a hundred percent agree with you on that. Hey, <laughs> All right, enough weeping openly over children's uh, superhero movies. Aubrey, what is your number one? Uh, so this one is it's kind of cheating, but the the actual there's no snap. cheating in this. There's no cheating. <laughs> so go ahead. the actual scene of Thanos doing the snap in Infinity War. It's <sighs> when he when everybody just disappears. It's like. And I feel like everybody's heart sank because then the movie just fucking ends. <laughs> and you're like, what? <laughs> no way. No way is this the end. And it has so much emotion behind it. You, you've you already spent the whole movie anxious because he's getting all of these stones and everything. There's so much emotion in Infinity War. It's unbelievable. You know, Thanos already killed Gamora and everybody's finding out that Gamora died. And then it it just rips your soul apart um, when he actually snaps and you just see everybody disappear. Spider-Man disappears. <laughs> everybody. It's it is heartbreaking. Yeah. No, I love that movie. I 
classified it when I came home with the kids from going to see it, that it was like having a panic attack for two and a half hours. Uh, and I agree with you. It's great. It's I love Empire Strikes Back is my favorite movie of all time. But this uh, Infinity War is, is pretty close to my favorite Marvel movie of all time. And just for that, like the, the heroes are losing nonstop for the whole movie. <laughs> After 20 something movies of them always coming out on top, they just keep losing and losing and losing. And you're just like, there's no, how are they going to do, how are they going to do this? And they don't. <laughs> yeah. And that's and, the movie. And that just says Thanos will return. <laughs> and that movie had everybody on edge the entire time. And then it ends with him winning essentially. And you're like, oh my fucking God, <laughs> what just happened? I need a cigarette. <laughs> I need a drink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I agree with you. And Thanos um, and that whole Infinity Gauntlet uh, storyline being one of my favorites um, from a long time ago when I was reading comics all the time. Like that was just like perfection. It was a mwah, chef's kiss. An awesome number one pick, Aubrey Markellis. How about you? All right. So this is going to surprise everyone, but this my number one is also from Civil War. <laughs> <laughs> Have you watched Civil War lately? Is that what this is coming Where, from? Where's no. my Guns N' Roses songs? Right? <laughs> <laughs> I was like seriously thinking about all of the moments that like got me right in the heart. And it it just coincidentally all happened to be Civil War. Uh, but it was the appearance of T'Challa in the full Black Panther costume. That it was a moment that like as a kid, I never like there's no way I would have ever thought that was possible that we would see a live action version of this character. Number two, I was having such a good time with this movie <laughs> at that point that even, you know, just putting Black Panther in there was just like the icing on the cake. Number three, when they announced that they were going to cast Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther, which I thought was a perfect casting. I was like, man, I, I hope he gets the shine. I hope he gets to like, I hope he doesn't just show up and be like, hi, I'm T'Challa. And then, that's it. That's all you see. My planet me. needs me. <laughs> I have to go now. Right. I didn't want, like, you know, I didn't want a, a freaking Terrence Howard in Captain uh, Iron Man when he looks at the war machine. He's like, next time, baby. Like, I didn't want that. I wanted, like, full Black Panther action. I didn't want, oh, look, there's T'Challa. And then next time we'll get to see him do something. I wanted it to happen. And it did in this movie. He came out swinging, beat the shit out of Bucky, which is so cool. And yeah, it was just a, a great first appearance. That movie, you know, I don't. I know a lot of people just give it as, uh, just say it's like a typical Avengers uh, 2.0 or whatever. But I think it's a pretty solid movie. I think it stands on its own. And I think the fact that they were able to introduce those characters, give us such good action scenes, and still have it focused on Captain America is a stunning achievement. Uh, the Captain America trilogy is probably one of the best comic book movie trilogies of all time so um yeah it is the best <laughs> so t'challa's uh, appearance in full black panther regalia in civil war that's my number one all right well um <laughs> i got a surprise for you guys because guess what my number one is from civil war <laughs> Seems and, uh, to be a pattern. So I, I'm just saying this up front, right off the bat. I took out Cap with Thor's hammer, and I took out Cap saying Avengers Assemble because it's just too obvious. Like those are things we waited ten years for or more. Yep. Um, there was I don't need to talk about it on the po fucking podcast. Like you could just look at the fucking title of the podcast and be like, yeah, I know that those two will be on a list somewhere. So don't worry about it, okay? Don't worry about those two. <laughs> yes, they're great moments. Don't worry about it. Um, so this is uh, Bucky breaks out of prison and fights his way through Cap, Black Widow, Iron Man, Sharon Carter, and Black Panther <laughs> in the course of one scene. And it's just an amazingly shot, badass fucking action sequence. The different fighting styles is great. Um, I love that uh, Tony Stark just had the thing that came from his wrist that was on his hand. Yep. Because it was something different. It wasn't him in just a full Iron Man suit. But it let him be able to do things in the fight because, I mean, he's just a guy outside of the suit, but he's also not like a trained like fighter or anything. So he shouldn't be able to hold his own with those people. But he could because he had that thing. Um, but it wasn't a full Iron Man suit. So that was cool. Um, we get to see Sharon Carter do stuff. I love just the different fighting styles. I love when uh, Black Widow jumps up on him, puts him in like a fucking choke and is like elbowing the shit out of his head. <laughs> 
like slams her into the fucking table and then he starts fighting T'Challa and to me like the best fucking Black Panther moment in the whole goddamn fucking movie Mark Ellis is when he runs around and jumps up the fucking stairs and he lands and just the way he stands up and then they start fighting is just so fucking badass that like if you had any reservations they were going to nail this they're gone. <laughs> like, you just know from that moment. He, I don't even know if he had been in costume yet at that point. No, he wasn't at that point. Um, but you're just like, that's it. That's perfect. Uh, that's fucking T'Challa right there. It, it, there's no other reason to ever be worried again <laughs> about yeah. this because that is just fucking so badass. <laughs> I just love it. I love that look on his face when he fucking jumps on up the stairwell and then fucking stands up and it's just like, it's on and they start fucking brawling. Oh my God. It's <laughs> What I love uh, from the Marvel movies, all in one fucking scene, you've got excellent action. You've got awesome hand-to-hand combat action. You have all these different characters from different movies crossing over and full respect for the source material and everything. It's just perfection. So that's my number one. A lot of Civil War love in here today. I know, right? I feel like we need to. I feel like I need to go and watch this movie again tonight. Yeah, I'm about to go fire up Disney Plus in a second. But um, all right, so we got to have some honorable mentions. This is a, this for me was a very tough list to make. Um, Aubrey, do you have any honorable mentions you just want to throw out there? Um, I would say, hmm, definitely like the Black Panther versus Killmonger scene, um, the fight for the the coronation, mm-hmm. the fight between thor and hulk on uh what the hell was it Sakar. yes Sakar. that was hysterical because then when he realized who it was and he screamed yes and he's like we're friends from work we're friends from work that was so funny um a lot of the guardians of the galaxy scenes are really funny too i would say like group dancing stands out to a lot of people so for that i kind of have to nod to it the scene from the first Avengers where Hulk whips Loki around, that was hysterical. <laughs> and is and it always seems to come up and be referenced throughout the MCU when Loki <laughs> and Hulk meet. So I think that that scene is very memorable and has stuck throughout all these years. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, they're still talking about it in the Loki TV series. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Mark Ellis, how about you? Any honorable mentions? Uh, yeah, I have a couple. Uh, one is uh, the very first Avengers movie where uh, Iron Man and Captain America have uh, they've captured Loki, and then Thor comes to get him to get him back, and then they have like this big battle in a forest between the three of them. That I just love seeing because that's like that's like the perfect introduction to the three characters. If you've been following the other movies. Having them all together in that one scene for the first time was just like magic. Um, I thought they handled that really well. Uh, and another scene, another moment that's one of my favorite MCU move, MCU movie moments that actually isn't in a movie at all. It's actually Kevin Feige at San Diego Comic Con in 2008, I think, uh, when they're promoting the first Iron Man movie and they're starting production There's not really a lot of people in the panel either <laughs> yeah there's like four people maybe uh, i mean four people on stage and then like a, a handful of people like out in the audience and they're just a, they're you know starting promote they're starting production on the incredible hulk and you know they're this is their first movie out of marvel marvel studios under the new newly named marvel studios and someone in the audience asked oh yeah you know since uh you know, since you have Iron Man, you know, you guys are going to be starting production on the Hulk. Is there a possibility that maybe one of these characters could, you know, appear in one of the other movies? Which is kind of like what we were talking about before. Like the thought of that was unthinkable, you know, pre-2007. And Kevin Feige's like, well, yeah, you know, we're doing Iron Man. We're doing the Hulk. If you look at the list of all of the other characters that we're going to be working on, working on, you know, it's no coincidence that these equal the Avengers. And that blew my mind (laughs) like the (laughs) fact that he's actually saying that there's a possibility that at some point they can put all these characters together in one movie mind-boggling it's such a magical moment to me because um like we said before something that it's unthinkable as a kid so uh yeah that's one of my favorite mcu mcu movie moments that isn't in a movie awesome awesome all right so i have a few uh honorable mentions um 
I said it a million times since while well, we've been talking about this, but obviously Captain America lifts Thor's hammer in Endgame. That was like Niagara Falls, Frankie Angel in the fucking movie theater. Like I'd been waiting years for that to happen. It just was a beautiful moment. Uh, Cap saying Avengers Assemble in Endgame. Captain Marvel uh, returning from space in Endgame to blow up Thanos' spaceship. <laughs> yeah. It's a very badass moment. Um, Captain Marvel existing. Um <laughs> Uh, Nick Fury appearing at the end of end credits of Iron Man one mm-hmm. and, and uh, Wanda in the outfit of the magic show at Wanda. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that doesn't count. <laughs> totally saw that, that coming. Does that count? All right. All right. It counts. We'll, we'll allow it. <laughs> and that's it. That is our top MCU moments. What are yours? Go ahead and hit us up on social media. Let us know what you think of the MCU moments that warmed your heart. We'll gladly listen to you talk about them. But that's going to do it. Let's get some recommendations. Let's wrap it up. Aubrey, what do you got for the listeners? Good question. I've been playing a lot of Lego DC villains, which is weird. Um, If you played Lego Marvel Superhero Suit, and and Lego DC villains came out a couple years ago, but... I really liked Lego Marvel superheroes too. And I think I even recommended that when I was playing through it, Noah got me hooked on it and it, it plays really nicely. I played Lego Harry Potter. It doesn't play the same. It's very free. It's free roaming hack and slash type game, but there's also a story to it that you can do. You can follow the story or you can free roam. And I really like that in DC supervillains is kind of the same. And I like that, but there's also some differences that I don't really like because I really like the gameplay of Lego Marvel Superheroes. But if you're looking for a game like that, Lego DC Supervillains is is just as good, and it it um, hits in all the right spots. Awesome. Well, Markellis, uh, how about you? Uh, yeah. So uh, I mentioned before, uh, if you're a Superman fan, check out Superman and Lois on a CW. Uh, I also uh, I'm drowning in uh, Dominic Toretto memes at the moment. Uh, no matter when I pick up my phone, there's always a, a new one uh, from uh, Fast and the Furious Nine. So uh, I do want to rec- I would recommend you check out uh, a movie on Tubi, uh, the app that I'm always talking about, T U B I. Uh, it's a movie called Find Me Guilty with uh, Vin Diesel as a as a a, a guy who who's uh, part of an Italian not a crime family but I don't want to say I don't want to technically say that they're a crime family but they you know it's a it's basically a courtroom drama where Vin Diesel instead of getting a lawyer he decides he wants to he decides he wants to represent himself and. It's a long trial, but it's a it's an awesome courtroom movie, and you get to see Vin Diesel really do some good stuff. He's pretty much playing Dominic Toretto, but a, a straight Italian version of him, and uh, it's really good. It's a really good movie, and it's free on Tubi. All right. Well, I will suggest you go to SoWizardPodcast.com, where you can find the podcast every week, links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. Movie reviews, streaming picks, so much more on SoWizardPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, or just about anywhere under the sun you find podcasts. We will be there. Check out our YouTube channel. Go to YouTube.com backslash SoWizardPodcast. There's hours of free exclusive content there. Interviews with the creatives like actors, directors, writers. There's trailer reactions, unboxings, and so much more. Please check out YouTube.com backslash podcast. We have our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash the wizard podcast, where you can monetarily support the show and get extra exclusive content this month coming up. I actually have been watching stuff, so I will be personally reviewing uh, Fear Street on Netflix, The Tomorrow War, uh, Dynasty Warriors on Netflix, and maybe some other stuff, too. Uh, the main podcast here will be reviewing Gunpowder Milkshake from Netflix. That's the only place to hear that review. And then myself and Adam have our monthly Star Wars video podcast where we'll talk about something Star Wars related we really haven't decided yet. But all that is exclusive on Patreon if you want to support the show monetarily. So jump on it. And finally, I will recommend. Wow, I don't. Do I have a recommendation? I don't even know if I have a recommendation. This is wild. I will recommend the Tomorrow War. 
which is a new sci-fi action movie starring Chris Pratt that is on Amazon Prime for free if you already have Amazon Prime. So that's not technically free, but uh, check it out. Sci-fi action movie. Um, it was supposed to be a theatrical release, I think, last year, but Amazon swooped in and bought it because of the pandemic. They paid $200 million for it, so uh, there's some money here. I'm um, not going to give everything away for free, but it's not horrible. It's not great. Uh, there's some great creature effects and designs and action sequences in it, so uh, definitely worth the time to watch it. So check it out. And then, of course, go see Black Widow, because that, my friends, is what we will finally be reviewing next week. It's been years, guys. We've been waiting for years. Black Widow. Thanks so much for riding the hype train with us this week. We will talk to you soon. I have been your host, Joy DiCarlo, my co-host, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Come on, ride the train. Everybody. Choo-choo. <laughs> and the expert, Mr. Marquis, Marcellus Reagan. Uh, everybody have a great week and Wakanda forever. See you guys next week. Good journey. <laughs>